Gary the Goose delivers the juice, and Nostradamus was Dr. Seuss. But for Gary the Goose, no angle is too obtuse, while flying over sea refuse, with the screws coming loose, it takes no genius to deduce. The beast in the east has no excuse, when fire rains and hell lets loose, I'm the motherfucker, they call Gary the Goose. I'm Mike Odenbeck. I'm Alex Gorley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. We have talked about uh, the perception of time and how to predict in and out of it. Uh, I was talking about how time re- could be reciprocal. Is that That's what I meant by time repeats itself. Mm. Um, and then, uh, oh my God, dude, we got <laughs> some random stuff. Um, I was actually about to tell him <laughs> that... Um, I was actually thinking, so we're about to get into the whole Nostradamus uh, predicting and how he did it. And this is just me being a jackass comedian, but wouldn't it be weird if Nostradamus could perceive into the future, but what he perceived in the future was a fucking television set with Netflix on it. (laughs) So then he's watching Netflix. He's through a water bowl. Yeah. So like, so, so certain things. All right, so I'm going to stop here so he can get on this as well. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's great. All right, Michael. So here's what you just missed. All right, so I had this thought during all this because we're about to dive into him and his predictions and all this. So here's what my first thought was. What if he is looking into this water bowl and splitting the veil of time and space to see something into another universe? And what if he gets... A fucking TV set like on Netflix or the History Channel or some shit. But he doesn't know it's a TV, but he's viewing a viewing thing. So it's whatever that person is watching. That's why they're so sporadic. So someone watches a thing on Hitler, and then he's going to do a bunch of predictions on Hitler. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know, because some of these predictions haven't came true. And he watches, which we're going to get into, you know, he has a prediction about AI, or they say he has got a prediction about AI. What if he ends up watching that movie with Will Smith and the robots coming to life? And he's like, holy shit. (laughs) The Tin yeah. Man is going to kill us all. <laughs> uh, what if he got Channel Seventy Two? Uh, that fuzzy HBO <laughs> channel you had as a kid, you know, and the real sex plays. <laughs> He's <laughs> watching Skinamax. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, I don't know Sorry. what time this is, but this is a yeah. good time. He there. stayed there. That was probably eighteen eighty-five. That's probably why you kept. He's he's sending that to your brain right now, dude. Yeah, right. That's when yeah. he saw it. He's like, man, um, I don't know what a pizza delivery guy is, but it looks like a fun job. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching hbo's real sex dude uh yeah. this is this is horrible there's no way there's no way he's watching yeah, marvel movies there's no way there's yeah no but way. but then he has no concept of any of this so he just starts like because there's one he talks about a pig man and da 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 like it just 
Dude, hundred percent. hundred percent. If you brought a person from the from before TVs existed, okay. Oh yeah. And you brought them to current day and sat them down in front of a big seventy-inch flat screen TV and said, "Watch this." Anything that they watched with live action people on it, they would one hundred percent believe is real and happening. Yeah, exactly. You could say the same thing though about ancient aliens, though, and us reading all that crap. You know what I mean? They're probably just like write science fiction down, and here we are. Then you got this some dude on the History Channel thinking all these gods are coming down. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you could say the same thing for back then. Yeah, the Book of Gigglemash, man. That is, yeah, that is a sci-fi <laughs> novel. Yeah, yeah, it was the best comic book of the day, dude. <laughs> So we could be the world, like the universe's practical joke, like some aliens. Like, did you hear what I fucking told these fucking stupid eight people down here? Dude, I told them we're coming back and uh, they're going to worship us. It's probably not even that in depth. It's probably like Michael just said, and it was just like a comic book or some shit that they had back then. And they just thought got lost. And it was just happened to be the one thing that we find. And we're like, Oh, a shit. version of writing on the bathroom stall. Right. We, went, we, went, we went down to Gallenberg last weekend and I went to this bathroom, you know, and usually you'll go to the bathrooms and they'll write like, oh, call Gina for a good time. And then they'll put the phone number there. Yeah. This dude put the lady's home address on there. Home oh, address. Wow. And it was like to the detail. Yeah. So uh, we ended write, up making a detour and driving out write? there. So yeah, she was, nice lady. <laughs> she was good. She was good. huh? <laughs> Did you write several yeah, thoughts that on the uh, on the wall in the bathroom? Yeah, I spit it on. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I had a joke. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. We'll have to give you some stickers. Go stick around on the yeah, bathroom dude. Stall. Dude, I'll be. I'll smack that everywhere. <laughs> dude, I on my last uh, trip to Florida, every every trucker bathroom has shit tons of serverless thought stickers. So <laughs> sorry to all those gas stations. I have to try to peel those off. Uh, yeah. Honest to God, here's what you need to do. I was driving down the Newport uh, Kroger, but he put a uh, yard sign up, and it was a picture of like Trump and Biden. And it was like one thing we can all agree on: this podcast. And they had their thing. I thought of you guys, you should do that. It was honestly, it was really good. And I was like, that's the most creative thing that I've seen. And I almost looked up the podcast. I didn't, but I, I almost looked up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was the closest anyone's ever got me. <laughs> hey, true. I mean, I did I drive, every time I did drive from Vegas out to the big redwoods in California last uh, last year, and I at every stop we made, I put a soberless thought sticker in one of those bathrooms. Is this? I honestly don't want to, you guys do I have to, to blow delete up? this because, like, because of all the vandalism that we just confessed to. <laughs> no, dude, it's not vandalism. It's all how you market it. It's oh, really okay. just uh, urban art. It's and urban. I asked, it's urban art, dude. You're creating culture. I, look, I asked every single one of those gas stations if it was okay if I put that sticker on there, and uh, they said it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Gina at the Seven and Eleven at uh. She yeah. lives in Virginia. I got the address. You mean a doctor right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Gina. She's probably good. But she's probably had a lot of visitors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! What about Nostradamus? Tell us, Alex. All right, all right. So, all right. So, getting back to Nostradamus, the man, the man with the magic right hand. Um, all right. So, let me go back over. So, Nickname the way high he, school, dude. <laughs> the way he would pull his uh, 
is uh god i'm going blank now um his predictions out so let me reread this real quick uh the wand in the hand is placed in the middle of the legs of the tripod so he dip it into the tripod he would sprinkle both the hem of his robes and his foot with water why because water is a natural lubricant i don't know uh a voice fear he trembles at his robe divine splendor the gods sit down beside him nostradamus 1555 uh so that is explaining like what he did basically he took a brass bowl full of water with a tripod over top of it. And he would kind of play with the water, stare into it, put water on his robe. Um, you think this guy is his own, like, like he's just high. He's his own hype man. Dude. Yeah. Everything. Every time where it's explaining what he did, it's always Nostradamus. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like he's but, like, I, I, this is what I did. This is how I did it. Yeah, but the stuff that he I read of his quotes though he seems like a pretty humble guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he said, I'm, I'm not a prophet. I don't want to jump ahead, but he seemed like I'm, yeah. like, I'm not a prophet. You know what I mean? He's bowing down before the Pope. You know what I'm saying? I don't know because no, yeah. he's trying to keep his head. Do you know when we're talking about? That's true. You're he talk- sounds like he read Forty Eight Laws of Power. Is what I really is what I think. Yeah, this is fifteen hundreds in the France, man. I'll give they're, you that. They're all about the guillotine. I'll give you yeah, that. They, Inquisition. It's a witch. Nah, witch. Nah, 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 nah. Burn them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so he would usually do this at night, by the way. Light candles. Shit ton of candles, actually. Uh, move his wand across the water to help open up the veil of time. Uh, and then he would get into a trance in the reflection of the water, and it was said to last an hour or two. And then when he would snap back out of it, he would then write four lines of poem, which we've kind of hit on a little bit and talk and basically four lines being a quatrain. And he wrote a thousand, uh, quatrains, four lines, and then he'd separate them into 10 groups, meaning a hundred centuries. So no, I'm sorry. So this water thing, sorry, God. yeah, no, no, yeah. I realized I said that wrong real quick. So he did 10,000, four lines and he divided that into 10 groups of a hundred and each 10 was a century. Damn. That's confusing. Go ahead. Water. No, all I was going to say with the water thing is that is really weird though, because Satanists uh, or uh, magicians, Satanists, magicians do the same thing right now. they they look into this. It's called like a skyring skyer mirror or something like that. And they look into it. And one of the, um, the incantations they do is they ask the spirit that's going to introduce itself to not come in a horrifying way, which first of all, if you're talking about that dude, I don't know, but, uh, when they, but it's the same thing. He was doing the same thing back then. And I just wonder if there is something to it. Maybe it's, it got carried on into, into, uh, all this black magic stuff that we have today. Yeah, good possibility. Yeah, sorry. By the way, Mike, you, uh, Odenbeck, uh, you didn't miss the part where me and Michael Reimer were talking about uh, Nostradamus being actually a wizard and actually being, um, oh my God, I just went blank. Holy crap, Merlin, the most famous. Thank you, thank you. Oh. He's Merlin. He's Merlin that's aged out. Did that? Did Mer? Did the uh, what's his name? The 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 what? Who was Merlin there for? What was the Merlin was there with King Arthur King back Arthur, in the day? Yeah. Was, so it would have been way before this time? this time. It wasn't this time. No, it would have been earlier. But we we were talking about like what if 
Merlin was immortal and lived past and then just moved to France because he was trying to hook up with French chicks because they're more fun. Uh, I mean, he made up the story about his whole backstory about being born and yada, yada. What? Yeah. What if Merlin? Yeah. So Merlin is immortal is what you're saying. Yeah. And then yeah. he just moved and then he, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm there. I'm there for that. No, I think I think he's a I think he's a fraud. Did we get into that yeah. yet? No, not yet. Okay. Um, which this is something me and hell me and him were just talking about too, which I was getting into. So he wrote these almanacs, which are the the four line poems. Do you know why he started writing the almanacs? Because he had a wife and six kids, and dealing drugs wasn't paying the bills. Yeah, he made a lot of money off of it. Yeah. Almanacs were all like the heat back then. They were like, yeah, on fire. Yeah, dude. Astrology was like, never like, you know, all those girls that have like crystals and like live by astrology. Yeah, dude. Girls, dude, I do that. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Nostradamus, would you kindly tell to me? Is it written in one of your quantrains that the stars will shine to me? Oh, when I get a new disease, gotta be named after me. Nostradamus. Nostradamus, what about in Mexico? The Mayans there, they told us that 2012 ago. Why did I wave my hands up in the air and party like I didn't care? Nostradamus, I'd really like to know Nostradamus, will you kindly tell to me Will I be left to wonder if my love will set me free Should I read up on the quatrains That'll help me try to explain my misery Nostradamus, I'd really like to know Did you see the sun and the ocean's blue, the heavens too? Did you look at us, now I see you, I'm not so sure Could you hear my wounds and my mental state? Like you did the play Or did you write just rhymes With no time or date It's not too late To paraphrase Please explain You're much too vague I'd really like to know Nostradamus, you've been no good to me Like the Bible called the whole P In my Greek philosophy Will you leave me now to ponder What's you be? Now I wonder as I read your centuries Your thoughts and words will they only make sense to me When I think of love Retrospectively Nostradamus, I'd really like to know Nostradamus, Nostradamus, 
That's their time. That was the center point of them is this time period right here where everything revolved around astrology. So you're saying he did it for the chicks. He did it for the ladies. Yeah. He He did it all for the nookie. Newly single. Hey. Yeah. He's got to pay the bills if you know what I mean. Do you know what an emerald is? Who are you asking? (laughs) You yeah, just that's where I'm on. Uh, Emerald City of Oz. Yeah, it's it's a rock. Yeah, well, yeah. Emer- emeralds, man, in alchemy. You, they, emeralds they are, do like the restaurant. I love that place, bro. Emeralds are can are cure alls of everything. You have an emerald, you put it in your mouth, it cures your sore throat. Your sore throat. You have an emerald, you rub it on your forehead, it cures your headache. You got a tummy ache, you have an emerald, you rub it on your belly, it cures your tummy ache. It's true. It's true facts, man. These are things like that, you could substitute are, emerald for something else. No, it'd be the worst pickup line ever. But it's an emerald, <laughs> but it is emeralds. And, the, and people don't like, do you just have a large emerald laying around anywhere in your house? No, I do. You know, you know why? Because people don't want you to know these facts. These healing facts. It all goes back to Big Pharma, Mike. Big Pharma is keeping it away from us. Big Pharma doesn't want us to know about the astrology. They don't want us to know about the emeralds. They don't want us to know about all the Nostradamus things that he tells us in his quatrains. Big Pharma is keeping us down, man. It's actually Donald Trump because Big Pharma is owned by BlackRock, which is owned by Donald Trump. And it's Donald Trump who's who's killing everybody. Perry Stone calls it a pharmac. A prince spirit, and Look he's that up and he's day. exactly oh, right. Yeah. He's exactly right too. Anyways, Nostradamus. Yeah. Uh, side note, I <laughs> I got down a weird rabbit hole the other day of herbal medicines and how it destroyed in Western medicine destroyed all that. Interesting topic, something to think about later. Yeah. Um, the, yeah so the Nostradamus. So yeah. Real uh, quick though, you yeah. were talking about treating the you were talking about treating your emotions and all that earlier. Uh, yeah. Or something alcohol. like that. You said that. <laughs> maybe but no like uh the eastern medicine says like if you got some an ailment physically you got something wrong with you spiritually or mentally or whatever emotionally yeah. and i think dude with the, the western medicine there's some to that stuff no you're right yeah. the western we'll cover- medicine has ruined humanity as it is well just we'll cover that another episode because i feel like we all could get on that one if you're really uh, <laughs> sick go out east that's what we're saying go east yeah head towards new york oh. anyways <laughs> all right so, uh, yeah, so he started writing the almanacs of the quatrains that are like his basically ways of doing everything. So what now. is a quatrain? So a quatrain is four line poem and he wrote 1000 of them. 
and it has been said that half of them to two thirds of them have come true. So he's 50%. And I feel like that's an okay average. I feel like if we could write enough shit, if we wrote a thousand of anything, I could probably get 50% of it to be right. Well, here's the thing. This is how you do it. What you do is you write a four line quatrain, whatever you fucking call it. That's a quatrain. That's a, that's a poem. And you make it as generic as humanly possible. Yeah. And then have dimwits thousands of years later or hundreds of years later say, well, I believe that when he said this word, he really meant this word. And that makes it mean this. Well, it's funny you say that because he didn't just write these in French. He wrote them in French. He'd also write them in Latin and Greek. And he'd also use anagrams. And he said that, if essentially he'd write in a in a veil and that if you were smart enough you could get what he was saying what do you got to say to that mike i yeah. say that he's plagiarizing is what i say because <laughs> here's because yeah, okay mike. so let's just go into it let's just go into it because i'm tired of beating around the bush here this is what he did i know for a fact this is what he did Every, uh-huh. All the historians know at this point that this is, and anybody who disputes this is just somebody who is hanging on the Nostra Dicks. Okay. This Ooh. is what he, this is what he Nostra did. Nostra Dicks. Nice word. A hundred percent. This is what he did. He would go and get an ancient book. One of the ones that he talked about burning after he was done with his shit. Right. He'd go yep. get one of those books. He'd flip it open to a random page and he'd grab some shit out of there. Like, Boom, that line. And he'd write that shit down and and translate it because nobody in France in the 1500s knew how to speak freaking Latin. Most people like the common man, you and like you and I don't know how to speak Latin now, do we? No. So he would go, he would get this Latin book or whatever ancient text that he has that he because of his upbringing, he had knowledge of able to read it and he would read it and then basically plagiarized right out of the book and he would just open these books to random pages and a hundred percent some of these some of these uh q word poems whatever the fuck it is quantrums is that how you say it quantrain quantrains some kind of a slur with that (laughs) most of these quantrains are almost word for word out of these older books that he had that are known that it's known that he had these books. Mm-hmm. That's what he would do. He would go into these books. He'd be like, boop, boom. He'd like basically close his eyes, flip through a page, put his finger down on a page, open his eyes. And that's what he'd write. But playing Nostradamus advocate here, uh, but, but wouldn't that give it, <laughs> wouldn't that give a little credence though to the, that there's some truth like it doesn't matter who gives the prediction right yeah. if it's true history like then that means that the itself. old people back in the day well okay well you'll be that but it could be that the people back then were hooked up like there's this idea that when we were created or whatever we were closer to our creator or god or whatever and then as time went on we lost connection with all that stuff right so the people from ancient times would have a clearer picture of uh of the truth or whatever and they would have a better way to communicate with their deity um so maybe those people really did know the future and could see things 
And, you know, maybe it got lost to history how they did it. But, but either way, maybe that's why Nostradamus said, like, well, I'm not a prophet. I'm just stealing all this stuff. But either way, if it's true, it's still crazy, right? Like, maybe there is something to it still. It doesn't mean it's any less credible. Yeah. I think, uh, I think if you go and you put your finger down on a book <laughs> and you write exactly what it is, I'm going to say, I agree with you. I think that he was full of absolute garbage, but, but I do think though, there is something to being able to predict the future or at least getting glimpses of things that you don't understand in the future. That's what I'll say as your guest, as your humble guest, I'm five years deep. I'm just going to just tell you what I think from here, from here on out. So he's, so he, so he opens a book. Okay. He opens a book that's, uh, an old King Arthur book, let's say. Okay. He opens a King Arthur book and he goes to the page that King Arthur slayed the dragon. And he's like, Oh, okay. So, and, and the page that I pointed to in the story that's going on right now, King Arthur slays this dragon. So I need to make this as generalized as possible, but it's got to have this theme to it. So, There will be a mighty leader and he will vanquish a beast. And then that'll be like what he he puts in his four lines. And then like however specific he does with a, with a, a, a saber of a saber of metal or whatever, you know, And that's and that's how you do it. And that's how, dude. If we did this a thousand times over, and just took, if we just grabbed my son's book of little kids' books, right? <laughs> we grab and just grab a random book out of my three-year-old's library and point to a random page or just a random kids' book and turn the theme of that book into the most generalized prediction of the future you could possibly think of over hundreds of years. We're talking hundreds of years. Somebody will be able to take a portion of that poem four line poem and say, okay, that makes sense for this. Because if you look at the, if you look, if you actually look at the words, the actual words, that he said in his almanacs and his predictions, the actual words, not a single one of them makes sense for what they're saying it's for. None of them. It doesn't even come I mean, they close. Are, they are pretty vague. I will give you that. Um, because you, yeah, I, you have to have a lot of, you have to have a lot of, uh, circumstantial evidence to because <laughs> yeah, <I'm a> <laughs> like i it's funny you even say that because i've got a little the beginning of the stories of all this of actually one that was the first one that grabbed me that i was like all right that's a little so like essentially it was uh what is it uh the queen of france catherine de, de michi uh butchered that whatever it's a medici um, medici thank you um Basically, after his first book, which was The Centuries, that was released in 1566, uh, she was like enamored by 
Nostradamus was really into the occult and that kind of thing and basically invited him over to then give horoscope or predictions on all her sons. And he basically made them walk by an, a mirror and looked at their reflection in the mirror. And as all the sons passed in the mirror, he could see the character of the person now and then predict in the future of what will happen. And he predicted that four out of the seven of her children would die, leaving her with three. And in his words, it was the seven branches will be reduced to three was like his prediction. Now, ironically, it it did happen that way that eventually her uh, children like, you know, they like enough of them died off that she only had three left at one point. But some of this stuff, though, they say happened um, apocryphally. Like, basically, people made up stories after he died with this kind yeah. of stuff. You know, yeah. so it could be a case of that. I mean, I'm not saying, like, yeah. out of all three well, of us, I guarantee I'm the one that's going to believe it. So I'm well, just throwing that out there. But, well, I'm going to throw this out there. So if you think about it, I don't care. If you have seven siblings, if you're, if, you're, if you're one of seven, there's seven of you, right? At some point or another, four of you are going to die, and there's going to be three left. That's right. Unless, unless the fourth and fifth one die at the same time. Um, yeah, and that's what, that's what I was going to say. Like There will be yeah. eventually a time where there's only three left. How yeah. in the world did I end up becoming the biggest skeptic on this podcast? I don't know. You've actually surprised me this episode. I thought you were going to be the exact opposite. And you really, yeah, you, I'm like, wow, he's, he's turned over a new leaf. What's, what's been going on with Mike, man? I'm gonna, he's not allowed to drink champagne anymore. It's because uh, he's in that coffee bar right now. That's all that coffee he's been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Sobered him up, dude. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I, now I don't know the, the backstory to this. I mean, I'm, also, you got to think back in the day, you know, you had large families because inevitably some of them wouldn't make it. It just was what happened through plagues, disease, accidents. I mean, it just wasn't as in a safe environment. So it wouldn't be a thing for, you know, if you had 10 kids, a couple of them would, you know, perish over exactly. the course of time. And imagine if you were the queen of France and like, you're like, give me some cool predictions about my kids. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Uh, you know, out of the seven, you're only going to have three left. What? What yeah. the hell? That was the of? queen of France. He said that too. That's yeah. who it that was. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, at least he didn't pull any punches, man. A lot of people would think like they would be patronizing them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, they're all going to be great men. No, but she was into the occult stuff. So that was totally yeah. down her. That was, he was playing to the crowd. There's what it was. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Hey, while I'm drunk, uh, have you heard about Bill Cooper predicting 9-11? You know who Bill Cooper is? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. No? He wrote this book called Behold a Pale Horse. Now, it turns out that it was written by some, or like uh, he got the idea from some cult leader. But do you want me to play like 46 seconds where he predicts 9-11 on September? No, no, no. On June 28, 2001? June, so the same year he predicts it. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing it. I don't give All a right. Believe it. <laughs> Supposedly, a CNN reporter found Osama bin Laden, took a television camera crew with him, went into Osama bin Laden's hideout, 
interviewed him and his top leadership, his top lieutenants and colonels and generals in their hideout. This is a CNN reporter with a camera crew. And he came out and told everybody, within three weeks, Osama bin Laden is going to attack the United States and Israel. Now, don't you think that's kind of strange, folks? He keeps going. Uh, but they, he didn't actually say that on the report. Uh, so I said all this to say, I think that there's something to it all, man. I think that people get a glimpse of what's going to happen in the future. Well, he Whether didn't say 9 they have, and they, he didn't say planes. No, no, I know. I didn't want to play the whole clip. You can pull it up on YouTube. He does say it later. I did check it out. But I just want to give you a little taste. Oh, yeah, he doesn't say planes. He doesn't like tell you exactly when they're going to do it, but he says they're going to attack the United States. Yeah. Like yeah. like ten years before that, somebody blew up the World Trade Center uh, friggin' basement. <clears throat> Did you ever hear about that? Nobody yeah, talks about yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys know. <laughs> Alex, how um, much how much we got left of uh, Nostradamus here? Because we need to give our predictions for twenty twenty two real quick. All right. Uh, well, I was gonna say I've got a. Uh, let me just, just pilfering pages there. <laughs> you got dude, like ten I, pages left, dude. You were right. Uh, Honestly, I've got like three pages front to back, but I could jam through them real quick. <laughs> and then I've got the predictions for the future. So let me just jam through a couple of these that are like the ones that are supposedly came true and we'll move on pretty quick. How's that? Okay. Because if not, we'll be here for another hour. Um, all right. Uh, well, real quick, this one. Uh, so the Queen of England, he just talked to, um, did his predictions on her son. He actually did one on the king of France, uh, Henry II, um, and that he would basically die in a jousting tournament. And this is via the words. Uh, the young lion will overcome the old one in single combat. In a cage of gold, his eyes will be put out. Two wounds in one, then to die a cruel death. That was the words of Nostradamus. And basically what happened was in... Uh, 1559, uh, there was a fatal accident. Uh, the king had a, uh, his daughter got married and they had a joust as a celebration. And his, uh, like the, basically his captain of the Scottish guard, him and the Scottish guard guy decided to joust each other, right? They jousted, they hit a splinter, a giant piece of wood jammed into his face, which took out one of his eyes and went behind his left eye. Um, and basically it's saying, uh, because his helmet was made of gold, that was the gold cage. The splinter went to his eye, took his eye out two wounds into one. It was because it took out his eye and basically stuck into his brain. It took him 10 days to die of infection. So it was a gruesome death. Damn. So they all think that the old lion, meaning, uh, Henry, uh, King Henry the second, was the old lion and the new one was the Catherine. Uh, her son would be the one to take over. And actually after that, a bunch of people went to the Inquisition, was like, fuck that guy, Nostradamus. He's the devil. <laughs> and they basically went to go, all right, fuck him. Let's go get him. And then because he was friends with the queen and she was such a beloved fan, she actually pardoned his ass and he was not taken down by the Inquisition at that time. Uh, yeah. So it's good to have friends in high places. That's exactly right. That's where that saying comes from. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So here's the most famous ones that he's all that, that every time you talk about um, him being Nostradamus, what uh, what basically is part of him, like uh, they always say, is what made him famous. So, all right. So the first one is Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, basically, as his words go, an emperor will be born near Italy. He will cost his empire very dearly. They will say that from the people that surround him, he will be found less a prince, more than a butcher, or than a butcher. Uh, from a simple soldier, he will uh, attain the empire, and from short robe, he will attain the king. Or, I'm sorry, attain the long. Meaning, short robe, soldiers, long robe, the king yeah but uh, the, so does he did are these the word for word what he said i mean translated obviously that's the issue that we were talking about even earlier before you get on here like he wrote in french greek and latin and he also used anagrams so it's one big gist of a mystery but this is the best translation i could find of these things of what was supposed to be said Right. This is why because I heard that there's like like the transla the translations mm. are a lot of the translate well one because he's writing in when he does write in French he's writing in French from the 1500s French uh, yeah not that was another thing I was gonna bring yeah, up not modern French and then exactly and then not only that but a lot of the the way that they printed their papers back then. There was a lot of spelling errors, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so and grammatical errors. So, printing press. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got, so he's, you got all these, he's writing in multiple different languages and, and he's coming up with uh, references to shit that happened in his time and even before his time that he's written right. in ancient books. And then on top of that, he's got, You've got all the, all the issues with the printing, pre the printing press, and all that. So, mm -hmm. so it's as and from what I've heard, it's nearly impossible to get an accurate uh, translation as to what he was trying to say. Well, yeah, I mean, no one will fully know unless it's him. It's that's right. there's always going to be even if you had it right, you wouldn't know for sure because there's always the level of like there's too many variables to know for sure if it's right. Uh, right. I mean, me and you had James Kobe on here, which me and Michael Reimer were talking about of him speaking old English where we were like, we have no idea what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. And it's because there's that, that generational gap of like the evolution of the language on top of using slangs and whatnot. Even if we went back to the twenties, we could talk to people, but there would be some level of like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, Oh, like we know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, and somebody there, from there back then, somebody but from back then comes to in a time machine to now, it's going to be the same thing. They're not going to know a fucking word that we're saying now at all, especially um, if you're, especially if you're, you know, speaking like I do outside of this podcast and pure ebonics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one line was also, I forgot, uh, that was supposedly in 14 years hold uh, the tyranny. This was a different one. And basically they always use that line for Napoleon because Napoleon um, basically 
his reign of tyranny lasted uh, 14 years and five months mm. from 1799 to 1714 till he's banished to the Isle of whatever it was, Ida yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that was his. So we're getting actually into his Antichrist, which wasn't uh, Antichrist. Not, yeah, because uh, watch it, mister. <laughs> well, that's what he called it. <laughs> Well, you got to think too. If if this is true, and he looked into the past, Hold on, first, know, first you're calling him Jesus. Now you're saying he's the Antichrist. So no, no, he's he's calling Napoleon the Antichrist, the oh. first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, Napoleon it, was a good strategic dude. And yeah, well, yeah, well, Napoleon was a it, military genius. Well, Dude, he I wasn't saying it as all the time. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say he wasn't saying as religiously. Like he's bringing the doomed apocalypse of Catholicism. He's saying as like a person that did everything to abolish millions of people, like kill, like just did Wait, things. You said that, anarchist, anarchist. No, no, he said antichrist. Well, this antichrist. There were supposed Antich- to be three of them, and this was the first one. The second is Hitler. Alex, uh, you or, should know. Alex, you should know. Oh. You should know this more more than the, uh, Michael and I. But Napoleon was actually one of the first most renowned stand up comedians. <laughs> did you Did you know that? No. Yeah, he Alex, would. Get do you up. have a routine? Do you do stand up? Yeah. Yes, I do. He would. Napoleon would get up in front of his troops and do like a full thirty minute bit in front of his troops and just have them hysterically laughing. Yeah. And then as part of his like getting ready for war. Is that yeah. true for real? You're yeah, not yeah, that's that true. It's true. He's one of the first like recorded, like known people to have like to be like proficient in stand up comedy. Do you think yeah. it was like dark humor? You know what I mean? To kind of I get prepared for death? I yeah. bet it was. Oh, yeah. But it was funny, whatever it was. A lot of dead baby they joke. said he was hilarious. <laughs> he said he was a hilarious <laughs> guy. Anyway, we can continue. only, yeah. I've, now I'm going to go look through the history books to find a Napoleon Bonaparte joke. Uh, oh God, that that way ahead be, of you. Yeah, yeah. What do you say to the Brits before you slaughter them? Uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so the second Antichrist and his meaning just a horrible person in time was Hitler, or who he described as Hester or Hister. Sorry. Um, See, that's not his, true either. That, so <laughs> I know. Well, hold hold on. On. let me okay, let me get good, through good, this. Good, good. Uh, uh, so, in his right. translated words, uh, a captain of Greater Germany will be by uh, by his speeches seduce great numbers. The most part of the battlefield will be against Hester or Hister. They shall subjugate the borders of the Danube, the Danube, and they shall. Uh, pursue the crooked cross of iron. Um, now, fun fact, real quick. Um, the ancient name of the Danube River was called Hister. Ironically enough, Hitler grew up near the Hister River. There you go. Yeah. And I go ahead. No, that's a, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. When he was, when he says Hister and his when he because he actually that's not a translation that's what he actually said is hister yeah and untranslated and that's that's the name that's a pronoun that's the name of that river yeah 
but everyone always goes, Ooh, what if he meant to say that? But then he was double doing it by going, because Hitler grew up by the river and da 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 ha 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 and da ha and da. Okay. Well, uh, let me tell ta- oh never mind. Yeah, I was gonna tell <laughs> a joke Napoleon. about Napoleon complexes, but it fell short. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 that's a- that's the cardinal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh my God! All right, I got to tell you a stupid ass dad joke I said the other day. Y'all ready for it? Huh? I'm ready for it. You're what? All right. She's going to bed and she's pissed. Oh, so I said hi. Mike says hi again. Yeah. He said, "What's up?" I want to hear the joke. I want to hear the joke. All right. So uh, do you know what the difference is between? Uh, oh, my God. I just went blank on it. God, beer. That's a good uh, one, dude. Yeah, you're <laughs> just, uh, just, All right. Do you know what the difference is between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? No. All right. So Dubai, they like the Flintstones, but Abu Dhabi don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Abu Dhabi. Do that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the Flintstones, but I watched an episode the other day, and the jokes are just so dated. Yeah, that's yeah. a joke. <laughs> You're yeah. on fire, my God. Yeah, yeah right. I stole that from Norm McDonald. That's a Norm McDonald. Oh, okay. joke. That was oh. good. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. No, that was solid as a rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, All, right. Um, All right. So uh, the third Antichrist has not come to life. Yeah, yeah it's Donald Trump. Uh, uh, what, whatever could happen, which I've got ones that people think is what is supposed to be um, the actual Antichrist one. Hi, I'm full of shit. Hi. I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. Hey guys, I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. I'm full of shit. Hi, I'm full of shit. Hey y'all, I'm full of shit. So, I'm full of shit. Hello, I'm full of shit. I've got so much shit inside my ass right now. It's really bothering me. I'm full of shit. If you're constipated, grab yourself a generous helping of Asplosion probiotic Greek yogurt. For that creamy release, you not only need, but also want. Let's see. We won't worry about... We're going to scoot past Maria Antoinette and that prediction. How about JFK? You want to hear that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... This is the, you know, whatever the words that I've gotten for the JFK assassination in November 22nd, 1963. Um, and it goes something like this. Uh, the ancient work shall be accomplished from the roof. Evil lighting shall fall on the great man being dead. The will accuse an innocent man of the deed, the guilty one hidden in the misty woods. Not only did it predict JFK's assassination, but it also predicted the grassy knoll. Exactly. It went, yeah. that ain't the fucking guy. So there's yeah, one. Got the if wrong you're a conspiracy man. guy, you're like, fuck yeah, Nostradamus. 
He's a patsy, use, dude. Nostradamus was woke. <laughs> Nostradamus was woke, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was red pilled hard. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it was it, dude. He saw through all that bullshit. Um, Everybody yeah. knows that it was a Secret Service agent that shot and killed. I think it was I think it was JFK. George Bush. George Bush's dad. It was his wife. It? it was his wife. You can have you ever watched the video? Have you ever watched the video? It's all in Who the needs video. the video when you freaking got a uh history channel? I've seen about 15 documentaries on that thing. Dude. Yeah, and, and every documentary you. it shows you the video and then you can clearly see he gets shot once, he leans over forward a little bit. She cuddles up underneath him, sticks a gun right underneath him, bam, blows the back of his head out, and then she jumps out of the back of the car. Wait, so it was, what's her name? What's that lady's name? Jackie Jackie Onassis. Yeah, Jackie Jackie Onassis. Yes. She was too beautiful to be an assassin. No, dude, she was a a plant for sure. Yeah. Look at her. Look at who her her father is. Who is it? Who is it? Google search who her father is. Enough said. Enough said. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing you all know about the whole like, you know, him setting laws that would go against the Rothschild and the Federal Reserve and all that secret stuff. societies. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's trying yeah, to man. infiltrate. He was trying to shut down the centralized bank and yeah. big pharma at the same time. Oh, dude, you talking about Blackjack Bavare the third? Jackie Onassis' <laughs> dad. Is that that's what it says? Blackjack yeah. Bavare. <laughs> yeah, Jack Bavare. Yeah. He what was the father like of the first lady. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> he was a big banker, wasn't he? Wasn't he a banker? Yep. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Did uh, Nostradamus predict that? Uh, me. I bet yeah, right you, here it says uh, Jackie O of the Seventh Light. <laughs> did it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was in the Seventh <laughs> Quatrain. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I got one. Real, real quick. Seven. I'm sorry. Real quick. Does Is there, because I, I know you know this. Is there a reason he did a thousand quatrains? Like, is there a reason? Like, does that mean something? You know what I mean? Like, is that some kind of code? Because it seems like uh, it would be, right? Yeah, because so, he did. Go ahead. I know. Well, I was going to go say ahead. there was, he couldn't see the end of time, but he could see to the end of the world. And there was actually a date that I could not find. Like I saw it. And during all this, and I didn't write it down at the time because I was I was at work, and I was like, "All right, I got to go find back." And, that, and they, there's actually a time period that is the end of his predictions, and it was okay. like 2012. No, it was like 3,760 something. Oh. It was something like that. Like they, so we, we got still got some time. time. Yeah, okay. but the predictions that were supposed to happen in the future—that's a lot of shit that's got to go down between now and then. Um, <laughs> So global warming is not going to take us. That's the, that's the hot serverless thoughts, hot take. Don't be afraid of global warming, dude. We're fine. I don't know. Cause he, yeah, there's some of that in there. <laughs> is there? It just means it's going to suck for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. We went to Gallenberg. It was like 60 degrees, man. I can be, look in my lifetime. I'm cool with global warming, man. Well, maybe we'll have a sea in the backyards of Kentucky. I'll just go, uh-huh. go out back and sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. All right. So listen, this is why it was a thousand. Okay. He did four almanacs and in each almanac, he did two predictions per month. He also did uh, a couple extra almanacs that he would throw in just randomly for the year, just for good measure. So you add all that up 
and it equals out to about 250 a year that he would do or for a 250 an almanac. And then he did four of those and that's where you get the thousand. So the almanacs though, like it was almost like the farmer's almanac a little bit. Like he had to do this because people were buying it. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. So then he was incentivized to write all this stuff down. Right. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. That's why he's even started. It was to make money. Okay. So he was, he was a, uh, a, what they was, swindler what they call it there was a name for that back in the day yeah he was totally a con artist alex do you think that that's true do you think that because i feel dude here's what i gotta say because i honestly i don't know much about him but between you and mike usually i will say alex is the skeptic but here's what i'll say on this one alex i feel like you kind of believe him more than mike does and i like that i like that a lot no no definitely because mike's been 100 skeptic this one and i'm just like I'm curious of the probability chance. And then I'm like, and I I like the interpretation of it all. Now, obviously Mike's a little bit more on the, like he took it from ancient texts and did this. I just think he just stood and sat there and staring at water or, you know, if he was an alchemist or uh, whatever the pharmaceutical thing you're taking, he's sitting there gobbling up drugs and, you know, morphine, all sorts of crazy shit. And he's just writing random shit down and he's having fucked up dreams of like, you know, and some of this stuff can't, I mean, you know, you can, if you live in that kind of time period, you have the mindset of having like, like there's going to be warlords. There's going to be people. There's going to be horrific things that are going to happen in the future because there's so much that's happened in the past so far, but it's the, well, because it, it, what is he, what is he writing about? He's writing about humanity. Okay. Yeah. And humanity human, is always going <laughs> to human nature does not change. Yeah. So that's it. And yeah. that's where that's what the whole, the past repeats itself. History repeats itself. Yeah. You're saying, so he, he just realized humanity sucked and then we were going to destroy ourselves, Right. So he, he was kind of out of the game. Like he under, like you just said, he understood human nature. So he knew we were going to collapse. Is that what you're saying? Like the, so oh, he yeah. just kind of, Okay. Not necessarily yeah, I mean, for the collapse, most part, but just some crazy ass shit's going to Okay, let's look in the past. What happened? Like so fucking Did the you Caesar, guys pull season 22? I don't think I don't think there are any specific predictions he has for oh, yes there a year for the oh, year 2022. Yeah. Dude, did you not no. do a quick Google search? There's like a million of them. No, see, that's what I'm saying. He only had a thousand predictions. There can't be a million predictions for this year alone. That's not now, true. I will say there is an ongoing, uh, like a lot of his predictions are doom and gloom, but there's a shit ton on famine and earthquakes. It's like an ongoing topic. And it's like there's an inevitability. The more humans are, there is going to be famine. And the longer we're here, the longer like there's a chance of even did one on like volcanoes of go like it's just what's gonna happen. Like volcanoes are gonna mess up the world. You know, it spits out X amount of chemicals in the air. It's gonna make a nuclear winter, I guess. And then same thing with earthquakes. It's gonna destroy, take away everything, make tidal waves. So, dude, not a some- single one of his predictions had a specific date associated. How dare with you? It. How it's, dare it's you? It's a fact. But, it's a fact. What if the quadrains are. What if they're the centuries of that era? But they're not. I mean, that's what I was asking. Up, that's what honestly, that's what I was asking. 
They, yeah, but seriously, they that's what I was asking because it seems like it, right? But they yeah. weren't. Yeah. They were literally that year's almanac. Yeah. Yeah, they are. He, pre- all over the place. he predicted the dramatic effects of climate change. You ready for this? Change. Like the sun, the head will seal the shining sea. The live fish of the Black Sea will almost boil. That's climate change, dude. How dare yeah. you? Here, I got one for you. So this is him talking about submarines, okay, <laughs> is what they say. Uh, uh, and he shall go out in an iron fish thrown upon the shore by a great wave. It shall be as a barn under the sea. Uh its strange form will be wild and horrifying. From the sea, its enemies soon reach the walls. It does sound like a submarine. He predicted yeah. the rise of AI. The moon is yeah. full of night over the high mountain. The new sage will lone brain. What? With a lone brain, will see it. By his disciples invited to be immoral. Immor- <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> to be immortal. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I got that one right here, actually. <laughs> Um, eyes to read the rest eyes to the south hands and blossoms dude yeah. i'm just botching it <laughs> bodies in the fire that's ai yeah. if i ever heard it alex yeah yeah no uh it's not even close like to said. ai come on you guys are out of control <laughs> <laughs> okay on, what man. about this one he predicted the fall of the european union mike this one actually is kind of whatever sacred temples of the roman time will reject the foundations of their foundation <laughs> you don't think that sounds like the fall of the European Union? That sounds like a house is going to fall down. <laughs> All right. So I got the moon landing. You ready for that one? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. In the heavens shall be seen a running fire with long sparks. He will come to take himself to the corner of Luna, the moon, where he will be taken and placed on an alien land. I think that sounds just like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, now, the, that could be uh, the global thing that goes up. It, to me, it kind of sounds like um, what are all this the stuff? Up? Uh, Elon Musk and all that. It sounds like that. Oh, yeah, it sounds like yeah. he's predicting us going someplace else. So here's like one of the guys that was like really on uh, Nostradamus dick. Uh, what did you call it? Nostradick. Nostradick. Really on the Nostradick. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, he was Nostradicking. Um, so here's what one of them was. That might be the title uh, it, of this episode. No, no, sure. Um, so this was actually during, uh, the challenger explosion and his words were, uh, nine will be set apart from the human flock. Their fate will be sealed at the moment at their departure, separated from judge, separated from judgment and advice. Kappa, theta, lambda banished and scattered. Now here's where it gets all crazy conspiracy if you do an uh, uh, an anagram of kappa theta lambda or whatever it makes uh morton uh thock which was the company that made the booster rockets for the challenger that ended up exploding and scattering all over the sky mm. and you know why you know why he uh didn't kill on that joke because it was too soon <laughs> It was a challenge. <laughs> um, I'm typing in Nostradamus COVID right now. So you're getting ready to be, have your mind yeah. blown, dude. Uh, well, here, while you're looking that up, I got some that's... So these, I've got one more that's about the past for us, which is the Gulf War. And I've got uh, some that's supposed to be for the future. 
So real quick, the Gulf War was uh, very nearly a million men toward Persia. The true serpent will uh, raid Byzantium in Egypt. He will enter wicked, infamous villain tyranny over Mesopotamia, the land horrible and black in appearance. Uh, And in some other sect of it, he actually used the word Dom, like D-A-M. As in Saddam was part of their. Uh, Couldn't that just have been the the uh, Crusades? I mean, could. I mean, if, if a million men towards Persia, yeah, the serpent, yeah, yeah. In the future one, one that was for famine, he actually talked about famine was going to be so bad that we would have to be cannibals. It was um, so high the price of wheat that man is stirred uh, his fellow man to eat in his despair oh shit he predicted the donner party yeah uh now here's one that people say that's uh, more for nuclear winter or if a volcano hits or something like that is uh uh 40 years the rainbow will not be seen for 40 years it will be seen very uh it okay then for 40 years it will be seen every day the dry earth will grow more parched and there will be a great flood when it is seen. So this one, he viewed into the future and he mm-hmm. got in front of a television screen and he watched 40 days <laughs> and 40 nights. Yeah. Uh, and when at the uh, end, he finally like came and it was like a sea. What, what's that movie with Blue the space or- rock with the uh, Bruce Willis and Armageddon? Uh, Steven. Yeah. Armageddon. Uh, thank you. Uh, here's one for that one. Uh, has, it's supposed to be like a meteor that's going to fall from the earth no. or fall no, from worm the sky. Wood. Wormwood. Yeah. Uh, that's what my fire, Bible said. <laughs> this is just a snippet. Fire do I see that from the sky shall fall. And I saw another one that actually said. Um, so he's copying out of the Bible now. Yeah. Wormwood. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see this? Qued.com broke it. This was broke by Qued.com. Uh, Nostradamus wrote in the year 1551, this exclamation point, there will be a twin year, quote unquote, 2020, from which will arise a queen. And they're putting in parentheses here, Corona, who will come from the east, China, and who will spread a Kamala Harris. Virus. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Oh, dude, it could be. Yeah, because in she's from that area night, and she's a, she'll be the queen. Maybe I mean, this I, is Kamal Harris. Yeah. I don't want to get in these predictions just yet because I really like this, but it, if you've seen the episode <laughs> where uh, the Simpsons uh, predicted that Lisa would take over after Donald Trump, and I even put that on my Facebook, like, this is going to happen. Uh, the Simpsons are never wrong. Yeah, it will be. They Kamala didn't predict Harris. an odd amount. Yeah. Um, now, just before we get to the rest, I'm going to tell you the rest. And if we got any other random shit, we'll finish out with it. A country with seven hills, quote unquote, Italy will transform the twilight of men into dust to destroy and ruin the world. That will see, be the world. See that end of the world economy as we know it. It's actually America because there's a town <laughs> where I live right here in Cincinnati called seven hills. Yes. Yeah. There's there too. <laughs> Which is wasn't that Greece too? Didn't Greece have seven hills? Right? I don't know. I'm sure every country has at least seven hills. Yeah, at least, at least, uh, at least seven, <laughs> at least seven. Except for maybe Canada. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're 
flat. They're pretty flat. Yeah. And what, what, right. what point? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no Stradamus. Let's let's finish this bad boy out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no Stradamus. All right. Lord have mercy. His last quatrain was written in uh, when he was sixty-three at Salon de Provence, uh, where I guess when he turned when he was sixty-three, he basically closed up shop. He took all the ancient manuscripts that he worked from or took from, as you've been putting, uh, and burned them all. Uh, and he actually eventually died very recently after that of congestive heart failure, where he basically was put next to a window. He had to be fed food every day, and he slowly just died. Uh, and they they left a little quote that was like, the 20 years of the reign of the moon has been has have passed when the sun takes up its exhausted day. Then my prophecies will end and be uh accomplished i feel like you and i research two completely different people <laughs> because like where the research i did it said he died of gout can you die of gout i thought it was just like an like a swelling infection of the foot like it just it's an annoyance like there's a guy i work with that has gout i don't know um, because all it is is it's a eat, it's like where you eat too much citric acid. Yeah, you eat too much citric acid and it makes your toes and feet swell. You're and taking it's like all those rose pills with all that vitamin C in it. Yeah, but it's like it's supposed to be the disease of kings because they're the only ones that could have enough food to actually eat that much. I don't know. That's what it said. He said he died yeah. of gout. But if he ate that much, it would also say. He probably had heart failure. Um, yeah, he was rich, by yeah. the way. So, yeah. So, yeah. We didn't go over that. He actually was very wealthy, very, very wealthy. His mom's family was very, very wealthy, and then his second wife, who he married, had her own uh, wealth that, and she was incredibly wealthy. So, yeah, he inherited he had enough a lot money, of money to do whatever right, you want. So. Sorry, so, Mike, me and you both could be right here. So here you go. Many studies have found that high uric acid, I was wrong, uric acid, is associated with increased risk of coronary arteries disease, heart failure, and sudden death. Uh, basically because there's the myth that gout is painful, but it won't kill you. Truth is, gout can't kill you directly, but it can cause serious health problems that may eventually kill you. Uh, basically, you eat shitty food all the time, you're going to have coronary coronary artery disease or heart failure so right. yeah so they're they're both right yeah okay well hey high five yeah yeah that's right <laughs> all right all right all right let's give our predictions for 2022 <laughs> and close and close this finally close this forever long episode out alex do you have any predictions for 2022 you know what's funny? Me researching all this, I didn't even think of what 22, what I think is going to be that's going to happen is we're going to keep rocking on this podcast and we're going to bring to you the hottest takes on all the ancient, the nowadays, the the future, the everything that was this then and there between uh, soberlessly uh, as we can. I think that's definitely going to happen. Uh, but in mass, I think it's just, I, I don't know, like a lot of these gloom and doom, a lot of these predictions that I ran across for 
Nostradamus. It was either like there was going to be famine, there was AI this year, a volcano was going to happen, nuclear war. Oh, I didn't even talk about the one where he was, um, he predicted clones, like there was going to be an island of clones. And uh, basically, because there's like, like, I don't know. I started whipping them all together where there was like, oh, we're going to have nuclear winter. It's going to kill off two thirds of the population. We're going to start cloning people. And then he is basically predicting these things in order. So maybe if we have all these clones of the same person, much like crops, like corn, we have too many of the same varieties and one disease comes in and takes them all back out. Uh, I like your idea that he was just watching TV because that's the movie, The Island is just an island yeah. of clones yeah so i mean essentially I, it just makes sense like what yeah. if he what like it's funny to me to think of it in that way like he has this immaculate power that could see the future and he just zones into a television set because he doesn't know better yeah and he thinks that's the the word um <laughs> what if but, he's getting like brought like cable television <laughs> yeah. like He's just somehow tapping into cable television through the airstreams uh, in the future. Somehow. Yeah. It yeah. makes, it makes sense. It's all electricity. Yeah. Yeah. He's honing in with his dowel rod and water bowl. Um, yeah. But my predictions for this year, I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be kind of, I don't, I don't see anything crazy happen. It's just going to be, either it's either going to get a little bit this is going to be so you know what this is my prediction just like Nostradamus it's going to either get a little bit better or a little bit worse there you go I like that that's yeah. that's very Nostradamus of you yeah I can't see any giant changes in whatever Michael Reimer do you have any uh, predictions for 2022 I got a million of them. Uh, give us here's one. my biggest one. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'll give you one. I think Russia is going to attack Ukraine. Um, they're preparing for it. They've been preparing for it for the last two years. So you go and look that stuff up. Uh, Russia will attack Ukraine and we'll take it over because the United States is weak right now, and they are seizing their opportunity. They only have one uh, position, and that's of, of of offense. They don't believe in defense. They always believe in offense. So I think that Russia will take over Ukraine this year. Okay. My prediction for 2022 is uh, uh, the great and powerful Joe Biden will resign and Kamala Harris will take over as president. People will start to freak out and think, oh, my God, this person that nobody likes is the president. But she will actually rise up and be like an incredible leader and an incredible president and way better than anybody had ever thought that could have been and predicted and will guide us into uh, a stronger uh, United States of America than we have ever known before. And then we'll be reelected again and we'll lead this country into infamy as the greatest superpower to ever exist. That's my prediction. I'm surprised. And and it will all start (laughs) this year. It'll start at some point this year. Yeah. I see it happening. I see it. Happening. I uh, I did forget a couple of things. So, uh, real quick, <laughs> um, there was a couple of other people's like um, their own summary of Nostradamus, and I forgot two of them was 
there's supposed to be uh, Vladimir Putin's assassination was supposed to, like he's tried to been assassinated so far. Uh, there's been failed attempts, and apparently it's supposed to happen. And or um, Kim Jong Un is supposed to get like some kind. Of, he's supposed to get sick and pass away, and someone in his family is supposed to take over. God, I hope not, um, because his sister is next in line, and she is a psychopath. She yeah. is, yeah. So that was uh, that was something that I found out on the interwebs. I was like, interesting, and they didn't give me any reference to Nostradamus, but they said that's what he meant. It was one of those. I'm like, I think you're just making shit up, but yeah. eh, fuck it. Do, Do you it have a real prediction for this year, though? Do you think something's? I mean, you think it's just going to be a regular mediocre year? Because I could see I that. But do you yeah. have any kind of per- real prediction? Not really. I mean, it's I'm just not a predictive type person, man. I like I just kind of I'm I just take it one day at a time, you know. <laughs> just whatever comes my way. It just uh, but yeah, I just I've just I feel like I've always been that way. I'm just not one of those people. It's just like if shit goes sideways, we'll deal with it then. If it doesn't, we'll just. Keep on trucking. Uh, I think you're right. I think they've had too much happen in two years. They needed to calm down so they can in power. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah I think Kamala Harris is going to take over and uh, be God supreme. All right. So, <laughs> Michael, I also think you're going to the Vatican to be the next cardinal of the United States. I will let you both into the library. That's yeah. all. And you will get to play with the uh, the telescope called Lucifer. I will let you do both of those things. I want to see the ancient relics. You will get you, whatever you want. Okay. Whatever you want, Please. you got. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, anything that you want to promote? <laughs> Is there anything that you promote anymore? No, dude. That's the best thing, man. Yeah. I just come on here. I'm just I'm freestyling. And yeah, he's a free agent. Antique. Yeah, I'm a free agent, dude. So I'm just living the dream. Hey, I will say this. You guys have a great podcast. I really appreciate you letting me be on, uh, especially for all these weird episodes. Sorry for cutting everybody off, but that's kind of my MO. So I appreciate <laughs> it. I had a great time. Uh, I'd love to come back. Yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate you and we appreciate your life. Uh, <laughs> Alex, where can they find us on social media? Well, if I was looking into the future of what you need to do to find us, what you need to do is get on all social media platforms, such like Facebook. Look at so, uh, Soberless Thoughts. You look at Twitter at Think Soberless. You need to go to Instagram at Soberless Thoughts. Don't forget, you can actually email us directly. It's almost like time traveling by sending your thoughts into the computer and we will get them time forward uh that would be at serverless thought at gmail.com don't forget you can go to our website at www.serverlessthoughts.com uh and don't forget to tell all your friends family and loved ones about the podcast so go out there tell them about it tell them to go to anywhere you can actually find our podcast meaning google play itunes spotify um pretty much any kind of uh podcast catcher as we always like to put uh and that way we can have more of these conversations on these wide variety of topics that's right and if you uh have your skillet there full of water and you're taking your dousing rod and you're dipping it around in your little skillet there don't forget to keep it greasy stay cheesy and flip the fuck on out
Hello? Alex? (laughs) 